Jump ball for the OS of the future. This is Gene Munster. As we watched the run-up and snap shares last week in its IPO, we wondered how much of the move was based on the potential revenue growth of more than 2x in 2017 or investors buying into Snap's long-term vision as a camera company. Their vision suggests Snap wants to expand its position as an AR platform and compete for the jump ball of the next computing paradigm. That led to a bigger question. Who is best positioned to win AR and own the OS of the future? Here we weigh in on who's most likely to grab that jump ball. Counting down to tip-off. One of our core beliefs is that every 10 to 15 years, a new computing paradigm emerges that changes the way humans interface with technology. Each paradigm shift creates an opportunity to own a new OS layer. In the late 80s, it was the PC, ultimately powered by Windows, Mac, and Linux. In the late 90s, it was the Internet. We'd argue that Google and Amazon provided the closest thing to an OS for the web. In the mid-2000s, it was mobile, which is owned by iOS and Android. It's obvious that the biggest value lies in owning the OS layer, as evidenced by market caps of Apple, $730 billion, Google, $575 billion, and Microsoft, $490 billion. What we know about the AR OS layer. We know that over the next few years, most AR functionality will happen through existing mobile OSs, iOS and Android. However, we also know that AR wearables, in order to drive a true paradigm shift, will need their own OS. It seems likely that there will be two to three winners in the AR OS, given what we saw in the PC, Internet, and mobile. This is necessary because developers and hardware manufacturers need to reach scale to maximize profits so they only build for the biggest audiences. If there are more than three OSs, reaching scale will be difficult to achieve. We also know that there will likely be at least one OS solution that is closed and one that's open. This is a number, another commonality across the PC, internet, and mobile. Mac, Amazon, and iOS represent closed or integrated systems. The end-to-end experience is largely controlled by one player that allows some restricted development on the platform. Windows, Google, and Android represent open systems that allow broader utilization by third parties. Closed systems tend to be first to market, and the tight integration of software and hardware offer a user-friendly experience that promotes early adoption. Open systems tend to follow, enabling third-party developers to innovate on hardware or software features while utilizing a standard, consumer-adopted OS. This means that the hardware tends to become a commodity, and while there are definite challenges around miniaturization and battery today, we expect AR wearables to go the same way. AR is a culmination of several core disciplines. Another core belief we hold is that the future of computing must build on prior technologies while introducing revolutionary changes the AROS will be no different. The winners of the AROS layer will combine camera hardware with an OS that uses computer vision to map the real world and augment it with a layer of information and present it in a user-friendly interface. The OS will also need to incorporate artificial intelligence, including the ability to interpret and interact with user speech as well as environmental sounds but camera and UX design are two of the most visible pieces of the AR stack. Supporting these elements are maps with points of interest, 
organized informational data, social data, a developer community, content, and payments. Not surprisingly, the definition of the AR stack puts established companies like Google, Apple, Microsoft, Facebook, and Amazon in the best position to be AR platform winners because they already have many of the big pieces in place. In our note, we scored the ranks of the major AR players in each of the disciplines. We ranked Google, Microsoft, and Apple at the top of that list with some extra thoughts. First, in terms of the UX design. We ranked the companies by their current capacity for UX design. On this basis, Apple ranks first given their ability to make simple, user-friendly software products. Maps. Having a core competency in maps means owning proprietary map data. Google is far and away the leader. Apple and Microsoft are only other players providing mapping services. And Facebook lavages maps here too. Informational data. This category intends to rank how much peer informational knowledge data for the companies have access to. Again, Google is the obvious leader given it indexes the web. Microsoft is second with Bing. We believe given Apple, Amazon, and Facebook have lower data scores, given they do not focus on the broad information collection like a search engine, but do have a domain-specific data. Amazon, for example, likely has the best collection of commerce-related information of any of these players. Social. Not surprisingly, Facebook has access to the best social layer for the AROS, followed by Snap. We gave points to Google for Gmail and Hangouts, Apple for iMessage and FaceTime, Microsoft for Outlook and Xbox, and Amazon for Twitch. Developers. Given the rapid growth of mobile payouts, we ranked Apple and Google highest for developers. We believe that they also will benefit from a cool factor that Microsoft lacks, likely because Microsoft isn't meaningful in mobile. We ranked Facebook slightly behind those, given many developers integrate Facebook into their web services. We ranked Amazon fifth for their developer relationships through Amazon, although those develops aren't specific for the Amazon platform in the same way that the others are. Content. We believe that YouTube, with over a billion hours of video viewed per day, makes Google the top of the content platform, followed by Amazon. We rank Facebook third, given the rapid growth of video on their platform. Snap holds its own with the giants, though it's broad partnerships and media groups to create content for Snapchat. And last, payments. We ranked payments based on technology, not adoption. While adoption is important, we believe having underlying payments tech is more important than adoption of building a new OS. We ranked Apple highest with Apple Pay and its hardware-based security solution, which view we view as slightly more secure than Google's Android Pay or Microsoft Wallet, as they are cloud-based solutions. Facebook and Snap do not currently have mobile payment solutions that extend beyond platforms. Moving on to R&D spend. We realize that spending doesn't equate to success, but we view spending as a proxy for how determined these companies are to win the jump ball. The five biggest players in the space will collectively spend a total of $51 billion in R&D in 2017, and we estimate just under $4 billion in AR spend in 2017. Now, a closer look at what each of the companies are doing. Google. 
Google was an early experimenter with Glass in 2013 and Tango in 2014, though neither of those efforts have established an AROS. While it's easy to criticize the discontinuation of Google Glass, it simply turned out to be before its expected time. Tango, on the other hand, looks like it's for its time experiment. This is already one Tango-enhanced device. Lenovo's Fab2 Pro and Acer has also developed a Tango-ready phone. Both devices utilize three rear-facing cameras to enable Tango's AR experience. We see Google as the most likely winner for an open AR OS, which could evolve from a combination of Android and Tango, augmented by machine learning efforts. Google will also likely make its own hardware in a limited fashion like it does with Hero phones today, like the Pixel. Apple. Apple has aggressively let the market know that it intends to be a player in AR. Tim Cook has made public comments about the company's interest in AR six times in the last seven months. The next iPhone, if it does integrate a dedicated 3D mapping chip as expected, could be the first AR hardware to gain mass adoption of more than 100 million units per year. The iPhone's new chip will not only enable developers to create unique AR experiences for the iPhone, but Apple may also show off the capabilities of the chip here with the PrimeSense and Mateo acquisitions that they've made recently. Microsoft. Microsoft may be the furthest along in AR today with the HoloLens and its Windows Holographic OS. Philosophically, we believe that Microsoft knows it missed mobile despite being one of the early players in the space with Windows Mobile. Thus, we think the company is determined not to miss AR. The biggest challenge for Microsoft will be that it doesn't quite match up to Google in terms of the core competency to win in AR. Microsoft must build competency, lies, and productivity, which we don't view as a necessity to win the AR OS battle. Facebook. Facebook was early to recognize the opportunity to own an OS with Oculus. In 2014, at the time of the Oculus acquisition, Zuckerberg commented, we're making a long-term bet that immersive and augmented reality will become part of people's daily lives, end quote. Over the past three years, Zuckerberg has been Oculus's headline product evangelist, which emphasizes his determination to be a force in VR and AR for the long term. Zuckerberg has characterized VR as a five to 10 years behind AR. Well, there is definite overlap between VR and AR we believe that Facebook is experimenting on both. It seems that the company is more focused on VR at this point. We think this makes sense given the company's relative weakness in the AR stack, with maps and information data, which are less relevant in VR. Socialize in the core competency, which, alongside content, are two of the most important elements to winning the OS VR layer. Amazon. We don't expect Amazon to make a play in AR wearables, although they are a player in AR through Alexa, an open OS. Alexa-powered devices will eventually include cameras that will enable computer vision, giving Amazon the ability to interact with both speech and sight. Bigger picture, we believe Amazon wants to maintain its authority as an OS layer in commerce. They will insert themselves both open and closed AR platforms in the future and don't consider owning the platform as imperative. Snap. 
Communications is a key case for AR, which represents Snap's biggest advantage. The camera is already the basis for communication today, not text. That trend will be even more pronounced in the future. Snap's focus on the camera as well as communication tools gives it a singular focus around which to develop great experiences. Spectacles are an early example of this. However, it's hard to envision Snap winning the AROS battle, given they can't offer incremental features beyond social to developers. For that reason, we think it's Snap's goal to do one thing extremely well, communicate in AR. In this sense, they could be an intermediary between developers and the larger OS that enable a unique AR functionality beyond the tools created by the OS owner. We still view this as a long, highly valuable platform, but not in the same league as owning the OS itself. Putting it all together. Maybe our conclusion is disheartening. In the foreseeable future, some combination of Google, Apple, and Microsoft is likely to win the AR OS race. While not exciting, it's logical. Apple and Google, prior OS winners, won the mobile layer. Part of the reason is that these shifts are well-defined and that the existing players are carefully positioned themselves to be sure that they have a seat at the table. The good news is that the future won't always be owned by the incumbents. As we move away from purely digital technologies into ones that combine the sciences, biology, chemistry, and psychology, the opportunities for new major players will emerge. <laughs>